This podcast was made possible thanks to Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are talking gothic drama and gothic theatre. Although the gothic genre may be best associated with the works of Bram Stoker, Mary Shelley, the Brontes, and the dark wet of England, Ireland, Scotland, and of course Transylvania, it is also a moving and powerful theatrical style that many Australian playwrights, directors, and designers have enjoyed playing with. With the huge success of shows like Stranger Things, American Horror Story, and The Walking Dead, gothic theatre and horror may be a style that is getting much more attention. The recent playlisted shows and productions such as Picnic and Hanging Rock, Jasper Jones and This Is Eden may have teachers and designers and students thinking more about producing gothic theatre plays. We have even reached a point in our exposure to these gothic stories and style that we can have a genre-morphing comedy such as What We Do in the Shadows become a cult hit and then get picked up for its own TV show. Gothic Theatre. Let's get to it. The VCAA, the Victorian Curriculum Assessment Authority, defines gothic theatre as a style of theatre that seeks to inspire terror, either physical or psychological, in the audience. Gothic theatre is exemplified by plots that involve mystery, horror, and the supernatural with an ominous sense of dread, death, and decay. Use of dark and decaying castles, secret doors or passageways, and remote locations. Strange and eccentric characters, ghosts, vampires or monsters. Three lost children discover an abandoned orphanage in the bush. They become trapped in this timeless world, haunted by spirits of the past and perpetually tormented by the ominous Black Skirt, the cruel governess who floats up and down the orphanage corridors, wielding her enormous scissors. Soon the children begin to listen to the stories of these restless spirits, and by doing so, they find a light that will lead all lost children home. This new gothic fairy tale for young people tells a story of Australia through the eyes of children, from convict times to early white occupation, to the vast era of the stolen generation, to World War II and beyond. A visually and orally evocative play, exploring themes of history, reconciliation, and the cathartic power of storytelling. This is Roald Dahl meets Charles Dickens under the harsh Australian sun. That is a brief synopsis of Children of the Black Skirt by Angela Betzine by BookNook.com. If you're interested about finding out more about this play, there is a link to a stage adaptation in this episode description. The play hits a number of these key criteria the VCAA define. Mystery, supernatural, death, remote locations, eccentric characters and ghosts. We just don't get the dark, decaying castles of the UK. There is more to this style as well. The VCAA definition is quite short and quite broad, which gives us scope to explore a wide range of production areas. The Gothic theatre style is inspired by Gothic literature. There are a number of conventions of classic Gothic theatre, and thanks to James Cook University, we have a range of elements to include or consider when producing works in a Gothic style. The Theatrical Style Gothic Theatre Gothic drama is a style of play and theatrical presentation that depends strongly on heightened emotional situations, their effectiveness often reinforced by unsettling, shadow-filled stage designs. 
Artists working within the genre will often include familiar scenery to ease audiences into a play, presenting challenging material and then the use of sound, scenery, acting, directing, lighting, costume, media and stage technologies to surprise, subvert, unsettle and shock. Gothic theatre can include Gothic spaces, a haunted spot, eerie landscapes and sounds, night worlds with contrasting light and dark areas, ruins, caves, prisons, graveyards, impressively built structures bearing significant historical or collective meaning, thinking the castle, urban underworlds, sewers, tunnels, dark, polluted, ruined or twisted cities, candles, knives, chains, storms, moonlight and shadows, interiors invaded by threatening exterior forces, windows or other permeable spatial boundaries, a place which powerfully and malevolently determines the fate of the characters, a world which is alive and a participant in the action, a plunge into the extreme reality of a dream or fear. Gothic characters and themes. Crossovers between worlds, living and dead, past and present, normal reality and other potential realities. Fluid characterizations, characters who are somehow double or multiple surreal transformations of character or ambiance. A historical absence or silence which becomes all too present. All powerful authority figures, all powerful tyrants or relentless fate. History erupting into the world of the present. Atmosphere of foreboding or menace. The return of the dead or the unborn. A feared or dreaded other. Incomplete or grotesque bodies, monsters and mutations. Gothic experiences. Extreme, perverse or forbidden desires and manifestations of sexuality. Claustrophobia, spatial confinement and imprisonment. Irony, black humour, campness, self-reflexivity about the form. Liberation from a historical world which is dead or dying. An underworld journey of movement from heights to depths, journeys to the centre. Attraction towards death, dissolution of identity, violence or dismemberment, stealing or invasion of one's body, defeat and annihilation, madness and loss of identity or fears about these things, muteness, physical immobility or powerlessness, panic flights towards safety in a hostile world, escape from oppression, laying to rest the troubled past, healing the monster. Wow, there is quite a bit to this gothic theatre style, hey? So how do we work within this style or explore it in class or in a rehearsal? I would like to start by talking about Matthew Lutton's Malthouse production of Picnic at Hanging Rock. If you didn't see the show, I'll put the trailer in the episode description. You can find a link to that pretty easily by Googling it, but I'll make sure there's a link in the episode as well. Just uh, two moments that really stayed with me from that production that I'd love to talk about, and then we'll get into some activities. Number one, stillness filleted by powerful movement. Five well-dressed schoolgirls stand unnaturally still, cloaked in shadow and are washed in harsh light, tell their story. After what feels like an eternity of stillness, perhaps as long as seven minutes, all five take a single determined and frightening step towards the audience, and then stillness again. This powerful moment of direction established the mood and intricacy of the production while letting us know that nothing is as it seems. Moment number two, amid a series of scenes intercut with extended blackouts and unnerving scene changes, the audience becomes used to expecting dramatic and almost magical set changes as there appears to be no entrance or exits in the stage. Everything is hidden. 
so the audience is enjoying the surprise and mystery of these skill transitions, and then they throw a curveball, a sudden, harsh flash of light. And in that moment when that light flashes, a woman, cloaked in blood, runs towards the audience as a piercing tone cuts through the theatre. Blackout. Terrifying. Brief. Shocking. In all the best possible ways. Stunning, scary theatrical moments. Excellent direction, beautiful design, all working together. But how do we do this in the classroom? So we can learn to understand the style by analysing sets and costumes and designs. You only have to Google Gothic theatre set to find some beautiful designs to look at. Now this might be inspiring or perhaps intimidating for young creatives, but that's your class and you know them well. Discuss how darkness and light interplay in the designs, how levels play a vital role. Angles, corners, hidden spaces, windows, holes, shadow and diffused light fill each of those spaces, each of those designs. How does this set make you feel? Why does it make you feel that? How has the designer gone about making you feel uncertain or unsettled just through set design? Now, whether you have $50 or $5 million, you can create gothic experiences. White chalk on a black wall. Light scattered through holes in a sheet. Sharp angles using pieces of cut-up card. Where you place the actors in relation to light and where exits and entrances occur are powerful. If your audience is becoming too desensitised to the dark, surprise them with flashes of light. Use music to cover your movements and unnerve your audience. Hide things, reveal things. Use energised stillness and silence to unnerve. Staring eyes, breathing, creaking, wind and, of course, cold. Here are four fun activities. Number one, ghost curse. So play some spooky, eerie music, nice and loud. Uh, You could even put headphones on the, the person in the middle as well. A student is blindfolded, or eyes are closed, at one end of the room. Their job is to make it to the other end of the room without being blown on by a ghost or touching the ghost's trinkets and then being cursed. The room has a few carefully placed items the blindfold walker must avoid, They must also try and work out where the ghosts are in the space and avoid their breath. The ghosts cannot be touched by the walker's handkerchief or they lose their power. In this game, the care the walker takes and the movements of the ghosts can be inspiration for stage movement. Number two, Macabo Polo. Play some spooky, eerie music, nice and loud. The room is black, as black as you can make it, or the student is blindfolded in the centre. The central student has a torch. The student says, Spirits, do you hear me? And the spirits must reply, Always, in a whisper. The central student may then turn on the light for two seconds to find the spirit, or point a hand and raise their blindfold. The spirits then move and avoid detection. The central student must find all spirits in a minute, or lose their soul to the darkness. 3. School of Fish a gothic take on School of Fish. In groups, students move in sync to music supplied by the teacher. Start the activity in a diamond shape, all facing the same leader. All participants face the same direction. All participants copy whoever is at the front. The leader will not be able to see anyone. That's how they know they're the leader. When the leader turns their head, a new leader is created. As the activity develops, spread the students around the space and shift their levels. Add a participant in the centre, Use Mario rules. When the central participant looks at a spirit, it cannot move. The participant must make their way across the space without being touched by the school 
trying really hard to emphasize the G in this school of fish fantastic wordplay. I'm not sure if it's working. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out. Uh, so any Doctor Who fans might also think of this as the weeping angel activity uh, in Doctor Who. Whenever the Doctor closes their eyes, these weeping angels that are statues, that's the only time they can move. So they can't move unless uh, no one can see them. So you could call it the weeping angels or the school of fish. Really make that C a G. School of fish. Yeah, it's not working. Number four. Guided by the light. Uh, this is a direction lighting activity. Using a short beam torch, uh, often you can find them on keychains in $2 stores, or of course you can use your iPhone or your normal phone and you can cover it with a piece of tissue or some cloth just to make the light a little less harsh. Ask students in groups of three to choose one lighting option. Lit from behind the head. Lit from beneath the chin. Lit from stage left. Lit from stage right. Lit from above the head, lit through a hand onto the face, lit from left or right thigh. One of the actors or one of the participants holds the light. One plays the lit actor and one plays the hidden figure who emerges. This is the scene. Actor breathes deeply. Eyes flicker, darting left and right. Breathing stops. Figure groans. Gasp figure appears into the edge of light. Darkness. A scream. What have I done? In this activity, the figure's entrance should be a surprise. Which of these lighting states creates the most suspense or surprise? If you haven't tried Gothic Theatre, give it a go. Big thanks to Melissa Europe for suggesting this episode. There are a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to go through our library of episodes and find one that piques your interest. We have over 150 episodes now with interviews with amazing directors, theatre-style breakdowns, conversations with top-scoring VCE students, and of course, lots more. Please feel free to email us at asidepodcast at outlook.com or say hello on Facebook at the Aside Podcast on Facebook. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.